This week's episode of One Shot was brought to you by Field Notes. Field Notes brand, USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we have an incredibly exciting episode as I welcome Arnie Niekamp, Adel Rafai, and Matt Young from the Hello from the Magic Tavern podcast onto One Shot to play Dungeon World. To heroes who don't already know, Hello from the Magic Tavern is a podcast that centers around Arnie Niekamp, a hapless fellow from the great land of Chicago who traveled through a magical portal accidentally when he was going through a Burger King drive through and ended up in the land of Foon. Luckily, he had his podcasting equipment with him and has since started up a podcast in this magical land to broadcast its existence back to us here on Earth. Magic Tavern is a great show, and it highlights a lot of the wonderful improv talent we have here around Chicago, including our very own John Patrick Cohen. To those who might be joining One Shot for the first time, I'd like to say hello and let you know that this adventure with the boys from Magic Tavern is going to be split up over two parts. The first one is, of course, up this Monday, and the second one will be up the following Monday. Before we get started, I want to remind our heroes that Noisy Person Cards, or NPC, the party game designed by myself and Cat Cool, is available for free to download, print, and play right now from our website at paracosmpress.com. Just go to paracosmpress.com slash NPC, that's P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M press dot com, to download NPC for free now. Quickly, I'd like to thank some of our backers on Patreon. Daniel Feldhaus, thank you so much. Thank you. Bryce Perry, thank you. Thanks, Bryce. Stefan Lerbeck, thank you so much. Thanks, Stefan. Ian Ardent, thank you. Arndt. Ian Ardent. No. I can't say it right, so no. you're going to have to say it. Yeah, Ian Ardent. Thank you. Arthur Lender, thank you. Spencer, thank hey. you. Yeah, Mitchell Faree, thank you. Alex Lunder, thank you. Alan Alexander, thank you so much. Marcus Jurgens, thank you. Jonathan Farrell, thank you so much. Will Helms, thank you. David Van Alst, thank you. Robert Kaur, thank you. Chris Murphy, thank you so much. Chris Burlew, thank you. Ashton McCollin, Ace Jack, yeah. Thank you so much. You make me so happy. Is Ace Jack one of your internet friends? She was the one who cosplayed Lynn. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That cosplay was amazing. That's You have no idea how happy it made me my mom was so proud of me for yeah. one brief instant thank you that's dreams come true <laughs> finally before we get started i want to apologize when i was editing this episode part of the data became badly corrupted there are certain parts of the episode where it's hard to hear the performers due to a static crackling that i did my best to edit out sometimes these things happen technical glitches and audio editing are something that i am constantly terrified of and i'm incredibly sad that the episode where i had the boys from the magic tavern on was an episode that was affected by this thankfully there were only a few minutes of audio that were affected by this in the middle of the program Hopefully you guys can grit your teeth and get through it. Again, I'm so sorry about that. That is not up to the one-shot standard of quality. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. 
let's meet our party for this week. I want to start off by saying uh, that you probably already know these guys and their characters because they do a little podcast called Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is uh, one of my favorite shows to listen to. I think first up, we have to start with our traveler, Arnie Niekamp. Welcome, yes. Welcome to One Shot. Ah, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This was awesome for you guys to come out and do this. Yeah, I'm excited. I am Arnie Niekamp, the real Arnie Niekamp, because as everyone knows... Everything on the show on Hello from the Magic Tavern is not real. So I feel like Hello from the Magic Tavern fans should know there is a man in the room with us who has a gun pointed <laughs> to the man's head it's, who's talking yes, right now. It's, don't worry about that. The yeah. podcast is not real. It's, it's not totally real. fictional. It's I'm, fake. I'm in no way being coerced into saying that. Great. Great. So uh, as long as we got that out of the way at the top of the episode Absolutely. i don't think he's gonna get upset at all so uh let's learn a little bit about okay. arnie so who is arnie on the show arnie on the show is i guess a lot like me but he he's just like a dude he's just like a like aging uh chicago dude <laughs> who uh <laughs> who who's pretty good-hearted but lazy and for whatever reason is way too obsessed with doing a podcast like it's and, and his laziness and an obsession with doing a podcast get in the way of him doing anything fun or adventurous yep uh so i it will be uh i think a shock to the system for yeah Arnie for to him actually to actually do an have adventure. an actual adventure so i'm excited about that uh and since we know this is not in the show's continuity actually first yeah flip over your character okay. sheet yes at the top of the show i had these fellows assign stats to each other mm -hmm. uh the stats in role-playing games are uh, strength, dexterity, constitution, wisdom, intelligence, and charisma. So, Arnie, I believe Matt Young did yours. Keeping in mind that the human average for any stat would mm -hmm. be 10. Yes. What did he give you? He uh, For strength, I got a 10. Hey. Which is fair, which is probably average, generous. Average strength. A average. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still generous. <laughs> My dexterity is 8. So less than the average. Less than average. Which is probably accurate. My constitution is eight. I feel like, uh, I mean, yeah, we, I don't we could, we could, yeah, we could, we could punch you right now and find out. That is true. <laughs> My intelligence is 12, slightly above average. Thank you. My wisdom is 10, pretty average, but my charisma is 16. All right. Hey, there we go. I would have given you higher wisdom, except for that, I think, in the world. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You would be average. Yeah. At if best. at best. Yeah. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, it's totally. It's been a year, but still. Like, yeah, I'm a, yeah. still a stranger in a strange right, land. Right. Let's uh, move on to Adel Rafai. Adel. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, for those who don't know, Adel also did an episode of the Overshare podcast, mm -hmm. uh, but he came back for one shot. We're very happy about that. Adel, who do you play on Hello from the Magic Tavern? Uh, I play a shapeshifter named Chunt. Who normally takes the form of a talking badger. I'm usually in the form of a talking badger, but I can take the shape of whatever animal, creature, human that I, uh, I sleep love, with. I'm sorry. I love that this exchange totally parallels the actual exchange you guys do on the show. Like, no, I'm a, I'm a shape. Yeah. <laughs> Just I'm explain. Not a I'm a shapeshifter. And I believe your, your stats were handled by Arnie, right? Arnie uh, wrote in the stats, or was it Matt? No, I no, did. Yeah, I did. Arnie. This yeah. is Arnie wrote this. So uh, what, what did Arnie give Chunt? So for strength, I have a 10, dexterity Great. a 13, constitution so. a 13, intelligence a 13, wisdom a 16, and charisma an 18. Yeah. 18, I feel yeah. like Chunt is very charismatic. Chunt, oh, absolutely. Chunt is seducing people listening to the show. That's yeah. all you guys get mail <laughs> yeah, about absolutely. is people that want to sleep with Chunt. And he's very, like his wisdom, he's very street smart. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he's also like a, a as a badger. Like he's not necessarily. Tough. Yeah, he's tough, but yeah. he's not like. Have no, you? If yeah. you ran into a badger, could you defeat a badger? Yeah, just kick it. Come on. <laughs> uh, I think I could. But I think you have again, very, my wisdom is have, very low. Yeah, you have so. a very skewed idea of what happens in the wilderness. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, a badger! Oh, just kick it. Kick <laughs> it. Sure. But you're going to see a lot of kicking in this adventure. Yeah. All those Ernie claws and teeth. It was like, why don't you just kick that bear? Kick, <laughs> kick that, bear. that bear. Yeah. Let's kick that bear. Let's, let's move on to Matt Young, who plays Usador. Yes. Uh, Matt, can you uh, give our audience an introduction to to who Usador is? Like, uh... yeah, of course. Uh, Usador is a wizard that I often describe as shitty Gandalf. <laughs> I think he's actually kind of a powerful wizard, but everything else about him is kind of a mess, which kind of hampers him from accomplishing the things he would really like to accomplish. I think that's such an apt description of Usador. Uh, what what stats did Usador end up with? And these these were done by Adel. Yeah, Adel gave me a 15 in strength, a 17 in dexterity, a 14 in constitution, a 16 in intelligence, an 18 in wisdom, and a 15 in charisma. So Usador, it feels like you deserve one really shitty stat. <laughs> I, I kind of like that he ended up being <laughs> but the Superman. But I but I should note that you squander it all somehow anyway. Well, when he well, gets drunk, it all goes. Down well, to here zero. here in alignment, I am not good or evil. I am neutral. Ooh, because chaotic chaotic is not a an option for this character. I would I, if chaotic was uh-huh. a, was the thing, you, I would say chaotic. You would devour chaos, though. That's true. That's true. That does, doesn't mean I'm not living <laughs> in the middle of it. That's I true. think Usador thinks he's good. Yes, he definitely thinks he's well, there, There's enough shady stuff he's done. That's true. That I was like, neutral seems best. Yeah, no, I agree, 100. percent Like he's taking your blood and done stuff. That's like true. I think it's there's enough weird stuff I, where it's like I he's maybe like, not 100 percent good. Is there I, anyone I think, that's 100 percent that good in food? In food? I, yeah, I think there's like I think you guys are like the good people. Of food, I feel like stealing pretty... blood is the cultural norm. Yeah, in food. Exactly. I got that blood legitimately from a blood drive. <laughs> yeah, and then I copied it using magic. Yeah. I guess I didn't say what I was. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm lawful or chaotic. I guess I'm lawful because it's circled. I'm chaotic. Yeah, you're lawful. I'm lawful. Because I didn't think you were good either. Yeah, no. Because you're not helping. It says helping people. Yeah, I'm a wimp. I follow the rules, basically. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's not from being a good person. It's more out of fear than anything else. (laughs) Uh, Mine is chaotic. Chaotic. Okay. Mm -hmm. I could see chance alignment is chaotic. Uh, so you like to make shit up. Ninety percent of that probably isn't going to come up on the show, mm-hmm. but right. I did. I did want you guys to to have that experience. Still fun exercise. It's so, fun to say it, guys. We're, it's. I feel like we're in counseling. <laughs> 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 so with that, uh, this is not in continuity of the main Hello from the Magic Tavern universe. We decided before the show that this happens in an alternate dimension that yeah. is very much like the Foon we all know and love. The story opens with you guys sitting in the tavern around a table, uh, sharing several drinks, and the audience gets to look at you guys for the mm-hmm. first time. What is different about uh, this foon and about your characters in this foon? I only have one butthole. What? Uh, but it has 20 sides. <laughs> it's a 20 sided, uh, 20 folds. Mm-hmm. Great. And then I also have a third eye on the top of my head and a little bowler hat. Wow. I, you know, I think Arnie is pretty Arnold. Oh, wow. Pretty similar. But for whatever reason, his parents named him Arnold and he's like, I'm sticking with it. No, thank you. Do not shorten it to Arnie. Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Theseus, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, 
Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarrakis. The Elves know him as Fiangalic. The Dwarves know him as Zonin and Hukstanges. And in the Nothris, he's known as Gasmanius Maystar, but he has no other names. Those are oh, right. no secret wow. names. Yeah, he and he makes a point to tell that to everyone every time he sees them. That's like physically no upsetting me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of course, he's you know known uh, colloquially as uh, Usador the Turquoise. <laughs> Great. It's a average night at the tavern. It's not a recording night. It's mm-hmm. just one of the nights that you guys decided to get together and have a drink with each other. Uh, it's a pretty lively evening. You know, it's on one of those few evenings where there are people in the bar. It's not an open mic night. It's not a chunce night. It's just a normal night at the tavern. You guys are sharing some drinks when someone bursts in the door. This person looks haggard and ragged. They start going around to different tables, grabbing people, shaking Shaking them, screaming in their faces. Uh, We're sure it's not Usador? You double sounds check. Sounds like Usador. You double check. He was Wait, just in the like, bathroom. It sounds like Usador. <laughs> oh, like, oh. Just, if it's Usador, pretend like we don't see him. It's like, oh, don't look over. We make Usador, eye what are you doing there? Oh, it's not Usador. I, I have seen it. I have seen it. It's large. Impossibly large. Settled right near the apple on the lake. On the lake. So? It resides on the lake. Great black tower. Ah, uh, yes. The Dark Master's Tower. Is it the Dark Master's Tower? I bet the Dark Master has something to do with this. I, I don't know. Oh, the Dark Master. The Dark Master. Yes. That's threatening all of Foon? Yes. Oh, Don't say his name. Don't say his oh, name. Oh, God. Lo, how I have warned thee of the Dark Master in the past, and today is no different. Tell me, friend, what hast thou seen? I have seen on the lake a great black spirit. Fire hath appeared much larger than any I e'er seen in my entire life. I swear to you this, it's it's massive, larger than a dragon, ten times the size of a giant, and it sits there in dark, foreboding presence. Is it a spire or an obelisk? Or a tower? I'm, Let's figure out what this thing is. It, tower's in the name. That would be, my, that would be mm, my. yes. But you know, sometimes Excellent names point, are misleading. Arnie. It's Arnold. I I didn't major in architecture. Ah, mm. uh, is anyone is anyone in this tavern a trained architect? I am a master of many arts, both magical and practical. And yea, if I were to look at the eye beams in that building, I could tell you if it. Was structurally sound. I was only able to grab a uh, make a small woodcut before I left in fear. And that's big. <laughs> that, that looks like a lot of work went into that. Frankly, <laughs> how long did that take? Ah, twas twas but a trifle. A mere three hours oh. of mind-numbing terror before the tower <laughs> yeah. allowed me to craft this woodcut to bring before the great turquoise wizard. Uh, so I want to examine the wood, the wood cutting. That's a thing oh, I can do. Oh, yeah. I forgot that I can do things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, to examine the woodcut, the best move that you could use, because yeah. we are playing Dungeon World, Dun- would be to spout lore. And that is something uh, you roll plus the modifier on your intelligence. And the modifier is the red number that I've scrawled below your much larger number. Uh, While he's doing that, can I roll to buy this guy a rainbow bowl? Oh, I'm sorry. There are rainbow cups in this world. <laughs> there are rainbow cups. Yeah, Great. it's really inconvenient yeah, to drink. You gotta like it's, it's, it's like a saucer of milk. Consult like, your uh, uh, lap it up. accumulated knowledge. So is that 
So that would be rolling uh, and adding your intelligence to the roll. So you roll those two dice. Um, roll both. And you add two to that two roll. Two to this roll. So that's a nine. That's an 11. So that means you get all the information uh, that can possibly be had yes. in Foon about that. You see a spire that looks exactly like this. <laughs> so in Foonish terms, yes. what does Usador the wizard make of that ah a great dark tower glowing and bright and like onyx itself with two white spires shooting out of the top i have never seen such a structure so covered in glass such as this one is i did not know such a thing was possible to be built i and only the turquoise wizard and the great traveler who i've heard many a tale about as many people in foon speak glowingly of arnold do they (laughs) no i don't think that's true Mm, that seems right not even in this universe i don't think so (laughs) great okay well we learned it (laughs) there's a universe somewhere (laughs) maybe Oh, did I say glowingly? I meant very poorly. That's very poorly. I can support that. <laughs> I can. I. I want to interfere with people's perception of me. <laughs> I'm sure that'll work out for you. Uh, if, if you if you would like to make a roll to do something, uh, I I feel like a defy danger based on charisma. All right, let's do it. You feel like uh, you know this could trend in a very bad direction for okay. you if you don't. All right, then. I have a plus two because I have very high charisma. I'm going to give you minus one to this roll because of your reputation. <laughs> Five plus one, then, is minus six. One. So that is a that is a failure. Boy. Now, failures <laughs> in this game do, do mean that things move forward. Sure. Uh, whenever, when it, you fail normally in D&D, mm-hmm. nothing happens. Yeah. In Dungeon World, things escalate. Okay. So uh, Arnie's dead? So Arnie stands up. Uh, uh, <laughs> Arnie stands up to defend himself and, like, say something about how he's not really a bad guy, how he's just trying to get back to his kid, you know, remind everybody of of the human qualities of Arnold. And a rainbow cup uh, goes sailing through the air and smacks against his his head and spills all over his clothes. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) It's going to quietly lick this rainbow (laughs) off of me. (laughs) It's it's still good. You just got to suck it out of the cloth. He gets a lot of free drinks that way. He goes, the, the prophecy spoke of, of one who would defeat the Dark Lord. Surely, uh, Turquoise yes, Wizard. Of course, they spoke of me. Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Realm of Ephesius, Master of Light and Shadow, Manipulator of Magical Delights, Devourer of Chaos, Champion of the Great Halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hook Sangis. And I am known in the North Weast. North we- we- the North Weast. North Weast. The North Weast. As Gasmanius May. Star. Oh, the five cardinal directions. Do you know? Uh, do you know in the northwest? Do you know uh, Diane? I I do know Diane. Diane is. How do you know Diane? I know her from the northwest. Oh, Diane, yeah. Diane from the northwest. <laughs> yes. Oh, great! Yes. I am going to go into the wizard state so that I may understand fully the danger of this spire. Ooh. So I'm going to closely uh, discern realities. Discern realities. Closely study a situation or person. All right. So roll roll those dice. Um, and based on the roll, you're going to be able to ask set questions that will sort of oh. define this scenario. Six. That's a failure. Six. Oh, wait. Um, six plus what? Plus, plus three. Uh, so so that nine. becomes a nine. So that is a partial success. Oh, great. Meaning I believe you get to ask one of those questions. What here is what not at it? 
What here is what not it. <laughs> He's having a stroke. Oh, no. <laughs> what here is not what it appears to be. Uh, so you look at the tower, you see that sort of malevolent gleam coming out of it. Uh, but you see at the very top of the tower, uh, two white pillars. And, and you know, being the master of light and shadow, yes. that color is anathema to the Dark Lord. Oh. He would never have it in his presence. Uh, master. Dark Master. That's correct. The Dark Master would never <laughs> tolerate yeah, never heard of the Dark Lord. such towers. It, it's clearly somebody just misidentifying the yes, Dark Master. Of course. Uh, to the layman, I could understand them calling him the Dark Lord, but everyone knows <laughs> what it should be. This behemoth structure is clearly intimidating, but perhaps deceptive in its danger. Oh, crunch time. Uh, that's... <laughs> Uh, radio. <laughs> Gentlemen, this is not the work of the Dark Master. What? The spire is not his. I can tell by the two white towers that stream from the top of it. Who's, who is it the work of, then? I don't know. You just know that it's not the Dark Master. That's right. Well, let's get another round of drinks. Yeah! <laughs> no, we must head out. We must confront this and find out what is happening. Perhaps it is a way for you to return home, Arnold. Did you think about that? Uh, no, but you... Are you just saying... I feel like you're trying to draw me into this quest. What? No. <laughs> what, in what way? You're just, like, on the off chance that there's a way for me to go home. Sure. Yeah. I mean, this thing showed up. You just showed up. Two big, stupid things that I don't fully understand just showed up. Yeah, that's fair. They're both taller than they need to be. I, I would be very grateful. This spire has cropped up on my land. I am but a small business owner. And with this tower in the way, I would never be able to go about my work. What kind of business are you in? I am in waste management. Oh, wonderful. I dispose of the bodies of preteens. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. We know a lot of preteen oh, death so in food. Well. It's, it's, important, it's important work that we should not look down upon. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your service. Uh, he, he he bows, backing out of the room, again grabbing and shaking and screaming at people on his way out. The door closes with a loud thud. We probably shouldn't have let him leave. He probably... <laughs> I mean, are we positive we got all the information out of him that we could have gotten? I blame you, Sidor. How dare you? So, and you don't need to do those specific moves. Mm -hmm. What you can do is just tell me what you're doing, and if you need to roll for something, I'll okay. make your roll. You let me know. So I think we gather our, our things, and we head out the door towards his tower? Yeah. we. Yeah. First, let me call upon Grimhoof, the sixth fastest horse in Foon. <laughs> That's really easy to say. Yes. You hear a mighty trotting outside as... Usador's steed shows up. What, what does Usador's horse look like? Ah, uh, Grimhoof is not my horse. He is one of the magnificent horse lords, but a good friend of mine who doth carry me upon his back to destinations that Usador must appear in, and he doth appear as a beautiful white stallion with a long mane and a beautiful tail, and you look into his eyes, and you just want to kiss him on his horse lips. <laughs> I won't do that, then. I will not look in his eyes. No, do not. <laughs> Unless uh, you want to kiss a horse. Chunt? I'm mm, looking at you. I'm good right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we get on the back of the horse, 
Great. Can great. we all fit on this horse? He's huge. He's enormous. Oh, wow. This is a roomy horse. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, actually, I, I'm one of the horse lords. Mm-hmm. So although I might appear as a horse and you're riding upon me as you would a horse, I do not identify as a horse. Oh. And I prefer. And that's your right. That's yeah, your right. Sure. I prefer you not call me a horse. Okay. Okay. Call you Grimoth? Call you. Arnie. Well, that's awfully familiar. <laughs> that's wow. Lord Grimhoof to you. Hmm. Or horse I, Lord? I am of noble title. Okay. Who are you? Who is this? This, this is Arnie. He, Arnold. Com- I prefer he Arnie. comes from the planet Earth, where people sit in large mechanical structures for hours every morning and every evening. Okay, well, Before, Arnie? On the way to work and back. Arnold. Yeah, he said on Earth he makes white goop out of your kind. Oh. Ictionary on the Ooglay. That's what you said. I don't know. Grimhoof! Take us to the spire! Grimhoof rears back. You all have to, like, uh, hold on to his mane, his mighty mane, uh, in order to stay on. Uh, start traveling up to where he said the tower had appeared, which is by, of course, the Big Apple. Mm, um, yes. He, near the lake. Near the lake. Right right adjacent to the lake. It's got a great view of the lake. One of the only two lakes in food. <laughs> Ooh, two lakes in this moon. <laughs> One butthole, two lakes. <laughs> so in order to travel in this game, uh, you need to assign three roles. And thankfully, there are three of you. Uh, one person has to be the quartermaster. That person has to watch over the rations and make sure that you don't burn through all of your supplies. Uh, the other person is the trailblazer. That person reads the map and, you know, makes sure that going in the right direction. And finally, you have the scout who looks for hidden dangers along the way. Uh, I'll be quartermaster. Why don't we make him the quartermaster so you can scout? And I, what's the third one? Third one is... Read the map? Is trailblazer. So you trailblazer. read the map. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Trailblazer rolls intelligence. The quartermaster rolls wisdom and the scout... Rolls dexterity. I'm in nine. Seven. Okay. So wait, do I add? Yeah. So I'm at seven. seven. Okay. Uh, so uh, the first thing that happens uh, is the map. It's a little hairy. Uh, you're you're not exactly sure where you're going. You know that it's a it's by the Big Apple, but you also didn't take too much time to interrogate that fellow before he left. Why would I? <laughs> Mostly, you're doing what Usador does best, and that's trusting his gut. You know, if, if he thinks he should be moving in a certain direction, he's going to move in that direction. After a couple days of travel, you finally come across the edge of the lake, and across the far side, you do see this massive, shadowy spire in the distance. Arnie, before we get to that spire... You were looking after the rations. Yeah. You rolled a partial success. Okay. Uh, which means that uh, for whatever reason, uh, mm, either... Probably not me eating all the rations. <laughs> probably not. There are fewer rations than you needed. Sure. Um, and so you guys are going to be a little bit hungry and a little bit tired. Uh, so on anything that's going to take constitution, uh, you're going to have a minus one moving forward. And don't worry, I'll keep track of that. And okay. a little bit drunk. And a little bit drunk. But I also believe I'm a naturalist, so if we really need it, I can... I've done my... I've somehow done my fair share of hunting and fishing. 
I don't believe that. And uh, if you have your time, your uncles have that cabin that you told us about. <laughs> that's true. My uh, my uh, eight uncles have a cabin in Wisconsin on Earth. True story. <laughs> uh, what I see is on the path ahead in front of the tower. There is uh, one stone that looks different than the other stones, uh, and seems to be some sort of booby trap. That if we step down on it, uh, would lower into the earth and cause some sort of uh, projectile to. Uh, shoot forward, um, only hitting Arnie. Oh, no, let's avoid it, Chun, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Roll to step on that stone. No, also, it's Arnold. So, so uh, yeah, you uh, you know about this danger. Uh, I'm going to not tell you. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> also, uh, we don't really talk. We haven't really talked about it, but Chunt has wings. Oh yeah, I have. Uh, I gain <laughs> insect wings that allow me to fly, and I get plus two to all interfere rolls. Arnie, as you're traveling along the path uh, atop this horse's back, you are struck by something, and that is the sight of this tower <laughs> in the distance. Holy cow! Yeah, you recognize it instantly. Flooding memories of a home that was lost for several months. At the same time, a bunch of arrows fly out at you from a mechanical contraption that has sprung out of the ground. Okay, can I, let's see, what can I do? I'm going to... Defying danger would probably be the best move, and that one would be based on dexterity. Dexterity. Luckily, I've got bad dexterity. Hey! (laughs) But you're a naturalist. (laughs) Don't forget. (laughs) Don't forget my naturalism. All right. Do I have access to all all of these spells or just the first level right now? You have whatever, uh, whatever Adel put a little X X marks next to you. Thank you. Uh, I assume this is a one. Oh, that's actually a a six. Six. Well, well, well. That's great. Uh, You avoid this danger entirely. Uh, How do you do it? What does it look like? Just Tripping dumb luck. <laughs> I fall off the horse, but in a way that does not hurt. In sheer surprise, you see the tower. It's already uh-huh. made you unstable. And then the arrows start flying out at you. They all would have struck you in the chest, but you land on the ground in a thud. Uh, you would have hit your head. Thankfully, there there were some droppings on the ground that, oh, that cushioned your fall. Uh, Shit. Protecting your head. <laughs> But now that that trap is sprung, uh, you can see gathering around you uh, shadowy figures emerge from the bushes. Uh, I am also startled and cast magic missile. Perfect. Uh, are you going to cast it in any particular direction? Nope. Oh. That's <laughs> what I roll for that. Uh, so spell casting would be based on intelligence. Eleven. So that is a successful roll. You strike one of these figures that has emerged from the bushes, and you see with a burning hole in their chest, it appears to be some sort of goblin creature that falls to the ground with a thud. Meanwhile, the others converge around your horse. You see that you guys are surrounded by about eight goblins. Hello, I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical lights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Taragas. The elves know me as Fiangal, the dwarves know me as Zorin Hoots. Stangies, and I am known in the Northwest as Gasmuinius Maystar, and there are no other secret names that I have or possess. Why have you cast your trap towards us? We know you well, Gasmuinius Maystar. We have heard tale of your good deeds round Foon, spread primarily, we believe, by yourself. Very true. But we've heard tale of you. We are but traveling medical goblins here to lend aid and assistance. Oh, and you 
To whomever may fall victim to the traps that have been cropping up around here. Can well, you help your friend out? The trap threw me off my game. No, there is no way we can help uh, our... He is way dead. I'm Look, very sorry about are made. that. I'm what? very, very sorry Sorry doesn't bring fathers back, now does it? Oh, oh, that was your dad? Yeah. What was his name? Phil. <laughs> oh. Phil well, the Goblin. What if I contact other planes and try to, so you can speak to him one last time? Can my naturalist abilities help in any way? No. No. I, I wish to speak to this goblin, which I have just murdered. I roll a four plus two. That's a six. I feel like this dead goblin is not going to have anything good to say to you. What are you talking about? Oh, no. You see the goblin's soul, like, rising out of, of the I corpse do. for a minute. Uh, hey, hang on here a second. Speaking these words of power, uh, you you see the magic rippling through the air. It approaches the goblin's soul. It raises its hands to cover its eyes, and you see the soul rent apart in front of you as you fail your role to communicate with it, ob- completely obliterating it from existence. I don't think he wanted to talk to you. This what? Is the, that was the vibe I what got. What the f- man? I got what the, the vibe. F- I got the vibe. He was like, well, I'm dead. I might as well move on to the next realm. There's New adventures. A, there's a hole in his heart he cannot fill. That's very true. <laughs> Again, I am very sorry about that. But I, like I said, it seemed like he had other things going on. He's ready. To, he was he was ready to go. Yeah. But, but, but we have a naturalist in our party. Yes. <laughs> if you give me a day, I can uh, scare up some rations for us. Does that help in any way? I, I look. You clearly don't look like you're from around here, and I don't know how they treat death in your world, but in Foon, it's a serious offense to kill someone's father, Okay, and absolutely you're going to need to offer me rations. Oh, all right. I don't think we're out of rations. Uh, No, we're not out. We're just very low on rations. rations? Do you have any uh, Snickers? I do not have any Snickers. Give him a Snickers. Is there uh, anything else? So if we give you our rations, all will be amended between us. Again, I couldn't be more sorry. Could 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 Chunt and I use our combined very high charisma to somehow uh, make everybody cool with this? Uh, Yeah, if you want to try, j- just be aware, you are going to have to describe exactly what you do. Oh, okay. To, uh, 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 sure, sure. Calm this situation down. But yeah, roll it. Uh, yeah. You know what? I am going to try to. Parlay? I'm just going to try to like sympathize, listen, you know, talk of like kind of help this person understand that like he's been through some real tough shit with his father dying and that, you know, he, it's going to be a process for him to get over it and that having any trouble with us is is really like it seems like that's going to help him but it's not going to help him. and while arnie's doing that i'm going to cast soul gem and try to trap the soul of a dying creature within the gem <laughs> you know <laughs> the dead soul yeah. of, a, of a aid goblin yeah i rolled a 10 and i have a plus two this is so perfect. And I please roll roll your soul gem. Uh that's a seven plus, plus two, two is so that's nine. nine. So that is a partial success. I know exactly how this plays out. So okay. you you're talking to him like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you approach him, he shudders yeah. because he believes that you're you're just gonna rain blows down upon him. Uh Chunt places places a hand upon his shoulder and you sort of guide him through it. You you give him the talk that you would give anyone who's just 
been confronted with mm-hmm. death and like it's a hard talk that nobody wants to have but there are some people in this world who are gifted enough to guide someone through that experience he cries mm-hmm. you cry yeah. chunt cries uh you all come to a greater understanding of what it is to be mortal and, and be a person placed upon this phone yeah. meanwhile usador you bring out a gem and you start uttering the incantations. Well-meaning, of course. <laughs> summon, summon forth this soul. Unfortunately, you didn't realize when you sent the soul away, you didn't just uh, banish it. You completely obliterated it. So your spell instead whoops. tracks to the next closest living thing, which mm-hmm. which happens to be one of the other goblins in this <laughs> medical goblin party. Its soul is ripped from its body. <laughs> All that remains is a pale husk, okay. and it's trapped in this gem that you now have. Great. Who's hand. related to that goblin? <laughs> Let's have a, here, have a here, friend. I know Arnold and Chun just talked to you. Here's your friend's soul in a gem. What? Remember him forever. <laughs> what? Okay. Any family members of this next goblin, get, come over to Chunt and I. We have a talk for right, you. This is at minus five. Okay. Uh, can I also roll with an 18? For yeah, them? you can. Oh, you maybe can roll. Chunt should do it. His is high. Here's what I'm going to roll to hmm. do is um, whoever was related to that goblin, I'm going to offer them a six-week run at Chunt's evening. Uh, 50 minute slot <laughs> to do a one man show about their loss. Ooh. They can write and develop and, uh, I'll help produce a one man show at Chun's evening where they can talk And it's about rare it. that you have that kind of material. It's yeah. like some people are like, I want to do one man show, do but a one man show. I just show don't have anything to talk the, about. The loss of a family member, yeah. which is really cathartic and usually brings in good numbers. Yeah. The loss of a family member and a best friend is going to yeah. be really valuable. Five plus a three. So five plus a three minus the five. Oh. Puts you at three. <laughs> Uh, it's a success. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what you like. Chunt does put forth a really great picture of like what 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 Chunt, Chunt's it's, evening it's is going to be about. <laughs> it's a hell of a pitch. It's just like you see all the goblins staring at you like unbelievingly slack jawed that you're making this business proposal to capitalize on their tragedy. No, they get all the money. Meanwhile, you've pulled out these contracts that you already have prepared is this what you people do do you just go around killing family members to raise performers for your for your chunts evenings listen when we're in the tavern it seems like we're pretty good people but now that we've stepped out i realize that we're all terrible <laughs> no it's usador it's you, 100% you just realized usador. this yes. <laughs> what? hey just unrelated how many goblins are there right now there were eight to start with you murdered one and murdered, sold, soul gemmed another so the soul gemmed so one six. is it like still capable of doing anything or is it just like you a- know it's really looking like nobody's home okay. right now should we uh, kill them? We got, we, we're in too deep. We got to start picking them off. We're in too deep. I'm going to attack. Oh, here, here, no, 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 never mind. I apologize. Give Friend, may I have my gem back? <laughs> he looks at you so distrustful. Like I you, swear I will set this right. He tentatively like goes to, to lean the gem over to you. He hands it to you. I... With the great and powerful magic incantation, set this soul free. Which I can do at any time. Great. Oh. So But where does the soul go? You release the soul, causing the gem to explode. 
uh, it explodes. To you guys, it looks like a firework. It's mm-hmm. just beautiful. Uh, you see the soul of the goblin in the smoke from the exploded gem as it waves a final farewell to his friends. Then his final farewell, baby, I'm a firework. <laughs> <laughs> you look really pleased with yourself right now. Is that... uh, there are people I love in it. Don't okay, worry. great. You see, like, it wave a final farewell. Like, uh, you guys look to Usador, slowly nodding your heads, knowing that, that he's done the right thing, releasing this prisoner from the gem. Then you look to the goblins, and you notice that these shards from the gem have exploded, and the shrapnel has just laid into them and they are now bleeding in agony by your sides no no this isn't (laughs) you've been nothing but a misery since you came here we just wanted to treat you you killed my father you you trapped my best friend's soul in a gem and you blew it up and injured my co-workers to be fair you came from the bushes (laughs) that's true it was ominous that's where our clinic is there are dying rabbits. There's a dying family of rabbits in there right now. I cast True Scene. <laughs> this door is just full of spells. Uh, <laughs> True. Which is a nine. Nine. So, yeah. Def- so that that is a partial success. Okay. So what, what what is the language of True Scene? Uh, True Scene is you see all things as they truly are. This effect persists until you tell a lie or dismiss the spell. While this spell is ongoing, you take minus one to cast a spell. Hmm. You pierce through the veil of, you know, these creatures. You see into their souls, uh, which is right now a lot of turmoil because they've lost several people who are very, very close to them. Mm. Two. Let's not overstate it. Two is... I mean, that's, yeah, they're only so far from Boston Massacre I think three (laughs) constitutes several. (laughs) Um, And then you uh, look into the bushes where where they say their clinic is. And indeed, there is a dying family of rabbits in there. However, that dying family of rabbits has wounds that are inflicted by goblin bites. Oh. Oh, you all... Claim to be medics and kind people, but I see that you injured those rabbits. Is that not true? Did you not bite them each? The goblins all, like, exchange look with each other. Cheese it! Uh, <laughs> and the goblins the goblins start scattering down the road, but as they go, uh, they fire upon you with slings. So, to avoid sling fire, you merely need to tell me how you are planning on avoiding it. I cast shelter. Ah, uh, so, uh, cast that shelter. Which is a five, plus two is seven, minus one is six. And I believe that, so that is, that is a failure. So, shelter, I think, is summoning like a small cottage or cabin, right? You can, uh, you can create a structure out of pure magical power. It can be as large as a castle or small as a hut, but is impervious to all non-magical damage. The structure endures until you leave it or you end the spell. So you summon a small glass hut around yourself. Mm-hmm. It looks mighty impressive, shining in the daylight. And of course, the slingshots shatter through the glass, causing you to take three hit points worth of damage. Okay. okay. And I'm at 12. Is that? Uh, it looks like 18, actually. Oh, 18. Three? Yes. I'm at 15. Arnie! Uh, yeah! Ow! Uh, damn it! 
How how is how is people in uh, glass houses? <laughs> how, how are uh, you trying to avoid this uh, damage? I'm going to fall over. It worked for me last time, so that's essentially going to be have your, um, have your head land in a pile of shit. Yep, so dive from my, dive. Hey, guess first. what? That's shit defy danger two. based on dexterity. Yeah, all right, that worked out so well for you last I time. Know. Uh, seven, seven, hey, minus one. Ooh, six, six. So that is a failure. Okay, your first instinct is to dive back on the ground mm. of course the ground is now covered in broken glass oh yeah uh, so when you dive onto been. the ground you're going to take that same three hit points worth mm-hmm. of damage uh as, as the glass just like sort of cuts into you uh, i just die hearted my whole body yeah <laughs> people don't know i want to talk about earth stuff so what kind of what kind of damage do i take from something like uh, that? so that's that's three hit points three hit points um so, I mean, you decide how it affects your character in the fiction. Three hit points worth of damage. And we turn to Chunt. Chunt, both of your comrades have not done well to avoid this sling fire. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Uh, using my badger-like spryness, I'm going to uh, leap and grab the underbelly of Grimhoof <laughs> to yeah. hang upside down, uh, hoping to hoping to either have the magical lord take the damage, which he probably won't, um, and to avoid it myself. Great. I think this is based on intelligence. Six plus one is seven. Seven. Hey, that is a partial success. So uh, you do get out of the way of the damage, but because it is a partial success, there is a drawback to it. And uh, you see several sling bolts strike Grimhoof and its mighty flank slowly through the brilliant white of uh, this creature's fur. Uh, you see red appear as it starts to bleed. It whinnies in pain. Oh, no. Good news for the seventh fastest horse in fact. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's moving on up. <laughs> Arnie says out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, let's keep it all in perspective. Rude. Rude. Sorry. Wow. Sorry, Grimhoof. Wow. Lord Grimhoof. Well, that didn't go spectacularly. Grimhoof, are you well enough to take us the rest of the way to the spire now that we've dispatched those goblins? Yet another success for Usador! <laughs> Yeah, we'll remember that one as a success for Usador. Guys, it might be worth mentioning that I recognize this. It's not a castle. It's not a spire. It's a, it's a skyscraper from my world. It looks identical to a very tall building from my Earth, from Chicago specifically. I believe it's the Sears Tower, now the Willis Tower. This is the earthen tower of your home world? Can yes. we grab those injured rabbits for food? Uh, that's not a bad idea. Are they dead or are they They're injured? Injured. They're injured. Well, the black rabbit of death is coming. Before <laughs> we got to watership down these rabbits. I let's try talking to them. You should always talk to something before you kill it. See if it responds. Should we ever get to the tower? <laughs> that's true. How far is the tower from here? It's it's across the lake. Okay, so it's not like we need that much rations. <laughs> what are the consequences if we no, don't? No, if it's across the lake, I assume that's a fairly long distance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's one of two lakes in this foon. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you guys decide, you know, what, what that means. Let's just poke our head in to the rabbits. If there's more going on we can't help them but well let's find out if they're sentient or not they're obviously sentient but let's find I, out if I, I approach the rabbit's den and i whatever structure it is so yeah you you, you uh look into this warren uh you see several uh rabbits in little coats uh lying in Aww. beds uh they've got ti- they're hooked up to tiny ivs uh 
and they've got tiny little bandages and casts on them. They all look up to you with, like, big, shiny rabbit eyes. Hello, friends. I am Usador the Turquoise, and I am here to lend aid in any way that I can. Usador the Turquoise, thank goodness we're saved! Oh, God damn it. We were set upon by horrible goblins. They They were horrible, weren't they? They attacked our family, then kind goblins came to us and patched us up. All they needed was our medical insurance information, and Mm -hmm. they took care of the rest. I'm going to try to discern realities on, look, the goblins (laughs) we thought were nice. Uh, Why bother? There's a chance these rabbits are evil, and then we uh, can can kill them and eat them. I I mean, for all we know, it's the same goblins that bit them and then came back and said, oh, now we'll help you. Maybe it's some sort of, like, insurance scam. Did you think about that? I'm going to discern. Did you think about that? <laughs> I'm going to discern realities of these rabbits. I got oh, a 10. That's a 10. That's, that's a perfect roll, meaning you can ask three of those questions and have them answered completely honestly. What here is not what it appears to be. Looking around this hut, y- you can see that the IV fluids in this bag, because you're a naturalist mm-hmm. uh, and you familiarized <laughs> yourself with the natural properties of Foon, uh, this is not saline from the saline berry. Uh, but they are being experimented on, and currently they're being fed through an IV, some sort of experimental magical compound, mm-hmm. of which you know not. Okay. Oh, boy. So they're, they're seeming more and more like victims every <laughs> second. All right. How about what here is useful or valuable to me? You can see that uh, they're being treated in their home. This isn't like a mobile hospital that, that was set up by the goblins. This is uh, their very warren where they're being treated. And you can see because uh, Usador like lifted up the earth itself to look down on this warren. They have a small bag of gold that they have stored away uh for hard times mm-hmm. and uh what is about to happen here you're about to murder and rob these rabbits <laughs> well who am I to argue with fate <laughs> oh boy oh boy i don't know it seems this seems beyond the pale for even me i i'm i can leave them to die i guess like look what can we do to help we can't do anything to help them right Without constant medical attention, I'll surely lose my youngest. Oh, boy. He's but a preteen. I, I, oh, I, so much preteen death. I, I don't think I have any spells to really help, but I, I, I choose to, like, help them. However, uh, I have to be more specific, I assume. Are you guys attacking them? Are you going to attack I'm not, them? Because I'm not a monster. <sighs> Do we have gold? If, if they had more money, could they help themselves? Or uh, you're falling would... for a real Republican narrative know, right there. Here, here, would alleviate here's, our, what I've, here's what <laughs> I've is, No, it's a real Democratic thing. I'm going to throw money at the Oh, I guess that's true. Not... Here's what Usador has decided to do. Grimhoof, since you are injured, return to Hog's face and tell people that these rabbits need assistance. Let Mundle the Grundle know. And I shall also summon the eagles to take us the rest of the way to the spire. Ah. Indeed, Usador. I will go back to the tavern and I will inform Mumble the Grundle that there is a family of sick and injured rabbits that has a great wealth in gold. Well, don't maybe Help will be on the way soon. <laughs> oh, boy. Should we send the rabbits on Grimhoof? 
Can they all fit on? Let's hold on to that gold for now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can we just take the gold without hurting them? Wait. So there's eagles, a horse, and rabbits. You can't send the (laughs) you can't send the eagle with the rabbits because they'll eat them. You can't send the horse. Okay. We come back. You can send the rabbits with the horse. Puddle of water, but we don't know how. Good luck in your journeys, Grimhoof. May your wounds heal quickly. Thank you, Usador. Arnie. It's uh. He walks away, limping a little bit. Well, I feel like we, uh... <laughs> Rabbits, wait here, and soon there shall be help on the way. But we must continue on our journey. Would you be so kind as to lend us your gold, as it may aid us in our journey? I feel like I need a charisma roll from you <laughs> for that. Oh, I should not have been the one to ask for that. <laughs> I'm I also fine if this fails. <laughs> That is a definite fail. That's a four. Uh, if you don't mind, uh huh. I think we're gonna keep looking after it. We're gonna hold on to the gold. All right, this doesn't hurt to ask, well, does it? You're a turquoise no. wizard, and I've got a family full of sick rabbits, and we just lost our preferred doctors. So just, uh, you know, just trying to save all the food. No biggie. Think about it that way. You know what? You live with yourself. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna step in and ask for um, one piece of gold, and I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna plead with the rabbits. Uh, we did. We are gonna save them. So as a reward, if we could have one piece of gold, which might come in handy, Usador might be able to manipulate it through alchemy, whatever that might be. I'm gonna. I'm Why gonna, are we so invested in robbing it's these gold. rabbits? Of their gold. Minutes ago, you went to Do kill we them. Have any reason to believe you went to kill them minutes ago? Uh, so I'm well, gonna I'm uh, gonna try and charm them into giving us a reward of one coin of gold. Great. Great. Nine plus a three. Twelve. Twelve. Wait, wait a minute. Are you Chunt? Uh, yes, I am. Like the the Chunt? Yeah. Yes, my good friend Chunt. Of, of Chunt's night? Chunt's evening. Mm-hmm. Chunt's evening. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Of course you can have a piece of gold. Yeah, baby. <laughs> wow. And here's my number. It's just my address. <laughs> my number three. <laughs> Love that number. Uh, she takes it. She slides you a piece of gold, gives you a rabbity wink, and, and sends well, you. Well, careful could be Bugs Bunny in a dress and a wig. That's true. If you're attracted to it, it's probably definitely Bugs Bunny in a wig. Um, I'm gonna see if I can just steal. If I could get them to give me their pants. <laughs> They're wearing vests, not pants. Look, You're paying any you fucking attention know. at all. All right, I'm going to ask them if I can have their Jesus. vests. Just so I can have them, just in case we need vests. <laughs> so this is the third thing they've been asked for. <laughs> no, uh, I'll pass. I'll say, guys, good luck. Look, good luck, rabbits. Uh, I'm going to give Usador the piece of gold just to hang on to in case. Do you, are oh. you sure you don't want to ask them for one of their feet so that you can have good luck <laughs> on the be journey? very lucky. Oh, no. Uh, no. I summon the the Eagle Lords. That's it for One Shot This Week, heroes, but we'll be back with the conclusion of our Magic Tavern adventure next week. A big thanks to Arnie Niekamp, Adel Rafai, and Matt Young for taking time out of their busy schedules to come do the show. It was a blast recording with you guys, and I hope to see you again. If you liked what you heard from Arnie, Adel, and Matt, or Arnie, Chunt, and Usador, you can check out more of their work at hellofromthemagictavern.com. If you want to listen to more improvisers play role-playing games, be sure to check out more games in the OneShot Archive, or our sister podcast, Campaign, which comes out on Wednesdays, set in the Star Wars universe using the Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing system. 
If you like party games, be sure to check out Noisy Person Cards at paracosmpress.com. It combines what you love about games like Cards Against Humanity with what you love about voice acting. And who who listens to podcasts doesn't love those two things? You can find the free print-and-play version of Noisy Person Cards at paracosmpress.com. That's P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M press.com slash NPC. One Shot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser in the Chicago area looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show to check out, be sure to listen to Tight Pencils. Tight Pencils is a show that explores the process of making art. Matt and Kevin sit down with a maker, cartoonist, painter, or designer to find out about their work and what inspires them to create. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. I can't-